And I still believe that these problems can be solved. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. This is The Political Show. <laughs> Hey, 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 and welcome to The Political Show, right? Your active family radio has never been better. I'm your girl, Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gigs. And with me in studio, we have... Gavin Enslin. Pastor Gavin Enslin and Pastor Gavin Enslin alone with me, obviously. Yeah, we've got no night here. No, 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 no black night this week again. Yeah, we, we need to pray for that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I minded him this morning. I said, no, nah, Brie, are you getting sick like this, eh? <laughs> I said, yeah. you make me sicker. <laughs> Yes, but no, he does not have Omicron. He's yeah, just although, you know, when I was preaching on Sunday, and even if you listen to my voice now, yeah. I'm sure everyone thought I had Omicron. <laughs> that's true, that's true. It was flu. It was, it, it, yeah, there yeah. is a flu going around. Yes. Actually. No, and, and I know that's what everyone says, uh, that's what you say, yeah, but we, we had COVID in June. Yes. And yes. A, a study has just come out um, from Harvard. Yeah. Um, where they, they actually studied a whole lot of um, medical practitioners in, in the state of Massachusetts. Yeah. And not one, not one of those medical practitioners who had had a previous COVID infection got another infection. Oh. Whether they were vaccinated or not made no difference. Yeah. Sure. That's very interesting. So, like I said, you're listening to The Political Show right here on Active FM, where radio has never been better and Christ politics is... Hot politics. Hot politics. And this week's hot politics, we are speaking about, if you didn't catch it in the beginning, about Omicron. Omicron. Yes. Yeah, I actually did a show on this, the, the situation in this week. Yeah. And the title was, is it Omicron or Omicron? Omicron. Oh. You know, as in a con. Oh, yeah. A confidence trick. <laughs> I mean, the, the the news comes out of this Omicron, and the mm-hmm. next thing, everyone is banning travel to Southern Africa. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I want to tell any of you that are listening from places outside of Africa, let's not even go to South Africa. If you're listening from somewhere outside Africa, we are very offended with you. Mm. I mean, the, this, this Omicron comes, and the, the medical practitioners in South Africa that have been dealing with this thing are saying it's like a common cold. Mm. And I mean, they're actually saying that they don't believe we're, we're the only ones that have it. Yeah. They believe this thing is widespread around the world because the symptoms are so mild. So if the symptoms are so mild, you're shutting down air travel for a cold. You're destroying our economy for a cold. Yeah. We're very angry with you. Yeah, yeah. And our president also made it very clear. Yeah, he actually said it's a colonial. I yeah. don't agree with much with our president. Yeah. But, but I, I saw he was on an airplane. Was it that one? <laughs> He was standing uh, on an airplane, the journalists were there. And he was saying, you know, what, what's happening here is, is that we're being treated the same as we were hmm. in the colonialist part. They're colonizing us again by shutting down the travel. Yep. yep. I fully agreed with him. Yeah, me too. So guys, we're angry with you. We are, we are, we are. I mean, flu, I mean, they must close the whole of wherever, whenever winter comes, and they must just close all those companies. Well, we've got flu here in summer. Exactly. I mean, when last did we have flu? Sure. It's all being covered. 
<laughs> that is true. That is true. So that's what we're going to be speaking about. It's going to be quite, quite hot. But just by the way, I've been yeah. to a doctor. Yeah. So a doctor told me I flew. Yes. Yes. So it's not just, you know. I'm not just, I'm not in denial. <laughs> yes. It's actual flu. And stuff. So it's going to be quite, quite a hot show because it's a political show. Where else do you get better politics? No way. Exactly. Fire!
Now, something about Active FM is that it produces some hot music. Hot is not the word, especially since we're in summer. <laughs> What's the word? Hey? What's the word? No, I said hot is not the word. I don't know oh. what the word is. <laughs> Listen, I've had flu, please. Now you're asking me like university great questions, yeah? Let's just stick to politics. Yeah, I think we must stick to what we know. We are not a music show, but that was an amazing track. And on Active FM, you listen to some amazing Christian tracks. That's something that you, you always find on Active FM is hot, hot, hot music. Now, I remember years ago, Cliff Richard sang a song. Yeah. And he said, why does the devil need to have all the good music? Yeah. And the answer is he doesn't. Yeah. Best music comes out of the church. Exactly. That is very true. Now, according to an article by CNBC, that was released on the 29th of November, uh, this is what they say in terms of the Omicron um, variant. Now, COVID symptoms linked to the new Omicron variant have been described as extremely mild by the South African doctor who first raised the alarm over the new strain. Dr. Angelique Kudzia, chair of South African Medical Association, told the BBC on Sunday that she started to see patients around the 18th of November presenting with unusual symptoms that differed slightly from those associated to the Delta variant, which is the most virulent strain of the virus to date. Well, I, I like the way they put it, it's the most virulent uh, strain to date, because the Delta variant, if you look at the original, um, you know, wild virus or whatever, and you looked at the Alpha and the Beta variants and, and things, um, the, the Delta variant was much more transmissible, but the previous variants, the death rate was higher. Mm. So a greater percentage of people who got infected died. Whereas with Delta, a greater number of people got infected, but the percentage was lower. Mm. So when they say most virulent, are they talking about infection? Are they talking about death? Because the death rate was lower with, with, with Delta. So that's, that's the first issue I got with that. Yeah. Um, and, and one of the things I remember listening to uh, epidemiologists and virologists and people like that, you know, just when this whole thing began, I remember listening to one who said, in a pandemic like this, as the thing goes along, the strains that don't kill the host are the ones that come out. Because the ones that are more deadly kill the host and therefore they have less opportunity to spread. Yeah. So it, it often works with, with, with these infectious diseases that um, the faster it spreads, the less deadly it will be. Oh, wow. And, and the, the, the slower it spreads, mm. you know. So take something like Ebola. Why did Ebola not go around the world? Because it kills the host. Yeah. And, and also very quickly it makes the host so sick that they're not going anywhere. Mm. And I mean, if, if, if blood's coming out someone all over the place, people know that person's sick. Yeah, yeah. So they stay away. Mm. <coughs> so, um, you know, the, the more deadly a virus, the, often what, what that means is uh, the less likely it is to spread. Yeah. So they're saying that Omicron is the most infectious one. Well, first of all, um, that, that remains to be seen. It could, it could well be. But if it's the most infectious one, it could also be the most mild one. Hmm. Hmm. You know, so unfortunately, they don't, they don't come out with all the facts, these guys. Yeah. Um, you know, and Karen, uh, you know, what, what else did they say she said? So now she spoke about the fact that she started picking up the symptoms when she was treating a 33-year-old male who had uh, pain. He didn't have a sore throat like the usual COVID patients and stuff in terms of their symptoms, but the, his symptoms were... Um, flu-like symptoms, he had pain as well. 
Um, yeah, so most of them. Yeah, I think he had a headache. He had a headache. And he was tired. Yes. <laughs> so so tired and, and, pain, and a scratchy headache. throat and a runny nose. Mm-hmm. So he had a cold, but with extreme fatigue. Mm. Am I correct? Yes, yes. So that's what they're saying in terms of. That's what she's saying in terms. So she's saying that it's very mild and and yeah. stuff. And so, in fact, the only reason he went to the doctor was because he was feeling so tired. Probably, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Actually, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So if he, if he wasn't feeling so tired, he might he might not even have gone to the doctor. Mm. Actually, because he would have thought that he had normal flu. A cold. Yeah, yeah. and just slept it off and then... Yeah, and you're not going to tell him what if you've got a cold. <laughs> that is true. Because, <laughs> you know, people treat you like you've got AIDS. So now speaking about that, they, they, they closed a whole lot of... A lot of countries closed off travel to Southern Africa or from Southern Africa to these countries and stuff. And one of the things they actually mentioned in this article is that the variant has been found in 20 countries that include Belgium, uh, it was Netherlands, and yeah. Australia, Australia, Singapore. Yes, yes, yes. Anywhere where they've got, where they're able to, to look at the genome sequences and things, of these things. Yeah. So it turns out we're one of the best here in South Africa doing that stuff. Sure. Because of the AIDS pandemic. Yeah, okay. That that's makes been sense. rough here, yes. Yeah. So now if they closed off... And, and, and unlike many of those other nations, we're honest. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is true. That is true. But now the question, the, here's my problem with this. Why then close off travel to Southern Africa if, if it's in more than 20 countries? And she also said, I think you spoke, you spoke about it when we were speaking about the topic where she said that... Um, they, they probably have it in their country. They just don't know because the symptoms are so mild. No, she said she's sure. She's sure, yeah. She, she said to the BBC guy that, I'm sure you have it in your country. You just haven't picked it up yet. Yeah. So now, then why close off? But that's the point. And, and yeah. you, you're closing it off for a cold. Exactly. Yeah. So <clears throat> and, and, and then also, you know, uh, there was, uh, the I think it was the, the, the Deputy Minister of Health or something from Botswana was on Botswana TV. Yeah. Um, you know, sometime I think Tuesday, Wednesday, and um, they were actually saying that at that stage they had 15 cases of this Omicron, mm-hmm. of which 11 were vaccinated with mild symptoms, mm-hmm. and four were unvaccinated with no symptoms. Sure. <laughs> so, so the guys that were vaccinated had a cold, and the guys that were unvaccinated didn't know they had anything. Wow. But then, how did they pick up that they had the? They tested them. Oh. Yeah. And this lady, um, what's her name, Angelique Kutsia? Yeah. She also said that I think 40% of her clients were vaccinated. Now that brings to the question, because I think that's one of the, that's part of the topic that we're discussing today in terms of Omicron and stuff. So we know that in terms of the severity of this, it, it produces mild symptoms and stuff. Now, does it affect the vaccinated or the unvaccinated? Um, well, if you take what Dr. Angelique Kutsia said, um, if 40% of her patients were vaccinated, hmm. less than 40% of South Africa is vaccinated, hmm. which means that the prevalence amongst the vaccinated is higher than amongst the unvaccinated. Yeah. Um, on top of that, there's now been talk that um, it's going to take them four months or 100 days or something like that 
to 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 adjust the vaccine to cater for this thing yeah because i was reading an article from the new york post where they spoke about the fact that um the efficiency of the vaccine might not work in terms of this new well the evidence so far says it, no you're more likely to catch it yeah yeah if, if you if, you, if you've got the vaccine Omicron's coming for you. <laughs> yes, it's targeting those it's targeting people. Targeting the vac. Yeah. It's a pandemic of the vaccinated. That, that's what the evidence has been showing. That is what the initial evidence. Yeah, yeah. And then um, I also I also had a thing uh, you know from Israel. Yeah. Um, where a triple jabbed cardiologist <laughs> infected another triple jabbed health worker, healthcare worker in Israel. Sure. Wait, they're on their third jab in Israel. They've done their third jab. Oh my gosh, that is hectic. No, but that I mean, very hectic. so the first two jabs don't work. Yeah. So it works for two or three months. Yeah. So you jab a third one. And how long is it? Well, I mean, the thing is, that's ludicrous. Yeah, it so is. So now, now you're forcing me to take a vaccine that's going to last two or three months. It's I true. mean that, that that's a joke. Yeah, no, that is true. That is true. So now in the so in the in the something else heard in the UK yeah. was that they were now saying in the course of this past week that uh, the boosters must come every three months because of Omicron. In the meantime, the vaccine companies are busy saying it's uh, like 100 days before we'll have a a vaccine for Omicron. So, And and now you must get vaccinated for a common cold. (laughs) No, no, really. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. I I, I think this is a human rights violation. What, What do you mean give me a vaccination for a cold? And the fact that I think this is one of the biggest things that don't make sense in terms of what we've been going through in terms of COVID and the vaccine and this whole battle of whether it should be mandatory or not is that the the data, if you actually go and look at the data, the data proves that what they're saying is wrong. A lot of the data proves what they're saying is wrong, but they're still pushing for these things. So for instance, with the, with the in terms of the Pfizer vaccine for Omicron and all of these things and the third shot and all of these things, um, a lot of scientists are saying they still need more time. So about two weeks to start determining, to start collecting data and stuff, uh, because it, it sometimes takes, it's, it takes more about two weeks or more to actually start picking up on the symptoms of people and how they react to certain things and stuff. But now, before we even have the full data on Omicron, um, we're already pushing for something that we that might not even work. And there's data that is proving that the vaccinated are m- the ones who are showing more symptoms. Well, I've been complaining for a while. Yeah. That in South Africa, we're not getting data. Yeah. That separates and, and shows you how, m- how many of the people testing positive for COVID have been vaccinated. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, when we're, not, we're not seeing this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... Why not? And, and and then and then they're complaining about vaccine hesitancy. Well, I don't I don't I don't trust the saving government. Mm. I mean, they're not even publishing this data. So you're telling me that it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated, that the unvaccinated, and the, this is the constant message: the unvaccinated are causing the variants. The unvaccinated, unvaccinated, unvaccinated. Prove it with your data. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. At the end of the day, we, we're supposed to be living in a democracy here in South Africa. That doesn't mean that we just accept everything just because the government says it. No, the government are the servants of the people. We vote them into power. We have representatives in parliament that make laws, but the laws they make, they're representing us. So in other words, what do the majority of the people in the country want the law to be? What we do know for a fact is that 
if, if there was a referendum on it, the vast majority of South Africans would say we do not want lockdowns. Yeah. We do not want forced vaccinations. Yes. We want to go back to normal. We want to take our chances with this virus. Yes. We, know, we know how bad it is. You know, we, we know how dangerous it is. And, and the thing is, at the end of the day, if we choose to put ourselves in a place where we're at risk of getting sick, that's our choice. Mm. And if we want to lock ourselves down and, 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 and work from home or whatever, that's also our choice. Yeah. Give people the free choice. Yeah. Um, so, so, so really looking at all of this stuff, they, they literally are forcing people to do stuff that I want to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the president spoke, when was it? On Sunday? Sunday, Sunday night. Yes, the past the Sunday. The family meeting, is it was Sunday. meeting and the whole thing. And, and you know what? I saw a number of videos, people saying, the president mustn't say it's a family meeting. It's not my family. <laughs> One of them actually said, um, you know, I'll never call him family if he's just going to treat me like a little child. Yeah. So they, they, they produce no data. Mm. There's no data. They have no evidence for what they're saying. Yeah. And yet we must just follow. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the, if you listen to that speech or you read the speech and stuff like that, they make it seem, and I'm not downplaying the variant, the Omicron variant and stuff. No, no, I think that the variant looks like a wimp at this stage. <laughs> Let's also be straight. Yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. At this stage, the evidence says this thing's mild. Yeah, that's what the evidence All right, so, is saying. So we haven't got any evidence otherwise. It, it might still come out yes. that it's very dangerous. Yes. We, we don't dispute that. We don't. But there's no evidence for that. Exactly. So, but then if you read the speech or go listen to it, they made it seem as if we are going through what we went through in 2020, March 2020, where we had no idea um, how many people were going to die and all of these things. And that Gauteng, which is the province that we're in, is just at its peak in terms of um, this new new variant and, and stuff and that and then they start pushing the vaccine and things and for making it mandatory as well so um, so yeah so that's the whole thing so in terms of for me personally in terms of the Omicron variant yes it's infectious based on what they've said and things like that there's still data that needs to come in but from what we've seen it's the vaccinated that are that are showing more symptoms, the unvaccinated aren't showing the symptoms. Well, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, and, and, and stuff, so. Yeah, but I mean also, so a person gets a headache, a cold, and they're tired. Yes. And, you know, <laughs> how's that gonna affect the health system? Exactly. I mean, the, you know, the, the, listen, the, 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 entire, the, the entire reaction has actually shown what a joke mm. your health authorities are in terms of how they've handled this whole COVID-19 pandemic. Yes. And obviously some people use the term pandemic. And I'm sorry, Omicron really causes me to be tempted to use the word pandemic. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, yeah, so do the research yourself. Look at the data yourself and let us know your thoughts. Do you think that it's as severe or... Yeah, it's just infectious and it's not, I mean, the symptoms are mild. If something is mild, if I had to go to Nando's, which is an amazing Portuguese restaurant here in South Africa, and, and order mild chicken, 
it wouldn't be hot. I wouldn't need a glass of milk while I'm eating the food and things like that. I would actually enjoy no, it. No, you'd get the extra PDPD. Then you'd need the glass yes, of milk. Yes, then you'd need the, the glass of milk. So it's the same thing here with the variant. People are getting flu-like symptoms. And in the past, before we even knew... No, they're getting a cold. They, well, they're getting it's a cold. It's not even flu. Listen, flu is serious. Eh? Okay, a cold. A cold. I'm not a, I, I don't do medicines. I don't know the difference. For, so for me... No, no, a cold is... is a, a cold takes much quicker, you know... You sick for longer with flu. Okay. A cold is like two, three days. Okay, that makes sense. So you get a cold. So that means two, three Shut days. Shut down travel. <laughs> I mean, this, exactly. is, this is what's happening here. Yeah, and I mean, we've seen, we saw that they were pushing for the the wave, the next wave. What are we, the fourth wave now? Fourth wave, The yeah. fourth wave and things like that. Then Omicron comes up and, and stuff. Now, people's plans and December plans are, are, are messed up. Uh countries are closing down south africa and, yeah, and, and i mean december's are summer holidays for those that are in the northern hemisphere yeah yeah so that's like what they do in july yes. in august yes and, and the thing that can i also tell you what frustrates me yeah we have a problem with our services in south africa there's many areas in south africa where our services have totally collapsed yeah and it's got nothing to do with COVID. nothing these services had collapsed even before COVID 19. Mm. in fact because of the lockdowns and all of that, the strain on the health system in South Africa was actually uh, alleviated. Mm. You know, you, your hospitals all of a sudden were not overcrowded and things like that. So the thing is, you know, what, what's happening now, we've got Omicron, COVID, vaccine, this, that, the next thing. We need to save the health services. But in many areas, especially outside your urban areas, the health services have collapsed. But now that doesn't receive any attention mm. because we're just talking about Omicron. Omicron. Health services have collapsed. Omicron. Yes. You know what I'm saying. But I can. One thing I can say though, the memes that have come out for Omicron have been hilarious. That. No, that they have. That's the only good thing about it. Yes. Yes, they have. That. That is. Yeah. So, so I'd like to also challenge. You know, my last statement on this would yeah. be like, um, if you look at the excess deaths in South Africa. Um, yeah, we had excess deaths with the, with the second and the third wave, beginning of the year and in the middle of the year, but. Even when the numbers were low, you know, we've been experiencing excess deaths in South Africa in October, November. Yeah. My question is why? Mm. Why? Yes. And many people have been vaccinated in that time. That's true. And yet they're saying they're not dying because of the vaccine. Mm. Mm. Why is that discussion not being held in the press? Yeah. Anyway, that's a t topic for another day. That is. So let us know your thoughts on our social media platforms. And do the, do the research and let us know. What do you think about Omicron? What do you think about this whole thing about them pushing the vaccine for Omicron? Let us know on our social media platforms. This is The Political Show where Christ Politics is... Hot Politics. Hot Politics. What are we telling people? Will we go out to make change? Regardless of your tattered past, your ethnicity, your background, Jesus is for you, yeah! Hands side to side like this, side to side like this, hands side to side like Open your eyes to the world and I see, the guy like guns and aiming at me, this they say I love the church, I don't care about the streets. That's so far from the truth. Why they lying on me? 
I'm where I'm supposed to be, trying to play my role. Staying faithful to the gospel, seen a lot of growth. Been a lot of testimonies all around the globe. And I ain't bragging, that's from rapping about what God has spoke. Listen, this used to be a gift, now it's criticized. If my heart is for the church, why is this a crime? Whatever happened to the days when the minstrel's pride was speaking life into the body, I'm a bit surprised. Man, I'm looking at the church, got my eyes on the streets. I'm looking at the world with the eyes on me. What they talking about? Huh? Say, Jesus is for everybody. Huh? Say, Jesus is for everybody. Boy, I got my eyes on the rich. Looking at the trap boys in the life of brick. What they talking about? Huh? Automatic weapons and they aiming at me. They say I'm preaching to the choir. Hold up, people dying in the streets. You be preaching to them too if you've seen them lately. <laughs> no doubt it's in my mind, it's making perfect sense. Am I doing something wrong? Talking to the saints. I'm just giving it my all and I'm in my own skin. While I'm building up the body, walking in his grace. But while I'm talking to the church, I hope they over here. Yeah. We want the whole world to know we over here. I'm just talking from the lawyers to the doctors to the counters with the choppers to the homies in the barber chair. My whole career's been the church. Got my eyes on the streets. I'm looking at the world with the eyes on me. What they talking about? Huh? Say, Jesus is for everybody. I can't hear you. I'm not. I'm looking at the poor. I got my eyes on the rich. Looking at the street boys. Life of a prince. What they talking about? Huh? I stand in my own defense I had a brief talk with Kanye West Dinner with Nick Cannon But I only told my friends The issue with Tech 9 Well, a little more complex I can tell you impressed I'm talking with the stars What good is that if I don't speak to security guards? Listen, something's wrong with my maturity Charity's flawed Cause I ain't speak And man, this whole family is lost Listen, I guess the moral of the story is Jesus Christ came for the notorious and the saint. Grace for the less glorious and the fame. Understand where the glory is. It's in his name. If you agree with that, put your ones in the air like this. Hey, hey, it's in his name. If you believe that the glory is in his name only, scream. I'm looking at the, got my eyes on the I'm looking at the, with the eyes on me. No name necessary.
In 1 John 2 verse 17 it says, The world and its desires pass away, but whoever does the will of God lives forever. Yeah, um, you know, looking at, at everything, um, obviously um, a very big deal, one of the very big deals that happened in the Christian world this week was the passing away of the founder of Daystar Television, which um, it's a very famous Christian network around the world. And um, the founder's name is a guy by the name of uh, Marcus Lamb and his wife, Joni Lamb. And he actually passed away. I don't know how long he was battling for because I think he was on TV about two, three weeks ago. Um, but he had a battle with COVID. <laughs> so he passed away. And... Um, you know, when you think about that, I know that he had lots of plans. Mm. He had big vision. You know, they start a lot of things that they're planning, that they're going out and doing, and um, they, 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 they've actually grown and things like this. Many of the, the news publications actually put it down. They said, <laughs> anti-vaxxer televangelist dies of COVID. Wow. Now, first of all, many, many pro-vaxxer people have died of COVID after yeah. being fully jabbed. Yeah. Um, you think about many top people, um, including the, the, the White House uh, press secretary, have been in hospital, you know, in the last five, six months with COVID. Mm-hmm. So that was, for me, very disrespectful to, to, to put it like that. And I, I never saw him or, you know, you know even, even ourselves, we're very skeptical of the vaccine mm-hmm. and we're not anti-vaxxers. Yeah. The data doesn't line up with what everyone's telling us, you know, yeah. type of thing. That doesn't mean we're saying COVID's not dangerous. Yeah. That doesn't mean that we're saying that you can't die from COVID. Mm. Um, you know, for us ourselves, we had a, well, we actually, we went through quite a horrific time, specifically the part of Johannesburg that we live in, mm. you know, in June, July, into August. And, I mean, really so many people got sick. And, you know, I mean, just in terms of half an hour, we lost 20, you know, 22 people from late May to 17th of August. Mm. So we're not saying that the, it's not a dangerous virus. What this pleases me is when people come along and say that we're saying that it is not a dangerous virus. But, yeah. you know, when I think about Marcus Lamb, he's done some awesome things. He's a guy that I really always respected. And um, he had all these visions and all these plans. But what, what his passing teaches us is that the world and its desires will pass away. Hmm. But those of us who put our trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, we know that whenever we pass away, the Lord Jesus is coming back for his church. Yeah. And that's where our hope rests. Yeah. And that hope that we have is the foundation for the faith that we have. That even when something like this with Marcus Lamb, where he passes away, even though something like that has happened, even though we get these blows, um, the, 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 fact that, the fact of the matter is we have a hope that goes beyond the grave. Mm. And, and we're going to live forever with the Lord Jesus if we've accepted him as our Lord and Savior. And so what I'd really like to encourage everyone that's listening to the show, that at the end of the day, make yourself right with the Lord. Because it doesn't matter whether it's Omicron or cancer mm. or a bus hits you or you get shot dead, whatever it may be, you're going to pass away. Everything in this world is going to pass away. Even the desires that are in this world are going to pass away. But those that put their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, they and, and those that obey the will of God to accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior, they are going to live forever with God. Amen. And that's the message that we have 
for you on this week where we've had some very bad news um, and news that, that you know, has made me very sad. Um, but we have this hope, mm. the hope beyond the grave, that the Lord Jesus is coming back for his church. Yeah, amen. So let us know your thoughts on our social media platforms. I'm your girl Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gex. And with me in studio we have... Gavin Enslin. Pastor Gavin Enslin and the Black Knight is not here. Right here on the political show. Now we're show. missing him that we even... <laughs> yes. The Black Knight. So I hope you feel better now. I said it, I yes. said it the way he says it. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. Right here on the political show where Christ politics is... Hot politics. Hot politics. I'm a 